0: Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast.
1: Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation.
0: We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag BossSoHard.
1: We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank
0: account. So sit back, relax, and... hi welcome back welcome back guys um we had a week off which is very (laughs) rare for us but i don't know we've just both been a hot mess there's there's really no gonna say
1: everything's on fire what are you talking about
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's spring man there's something about it that just everyone is extremely busy i feel like a lot of businesses um a lot of different like fields are busy in spring or are booking in spring. Right. So it's like a busy season for booking. It's a busy season for work. I feel like you're still like there's a lot of people in the beginning of the year like I want a new business or I want a new brand or I'm going to make all these changes and then you know spring is when you're getting all that done. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't really like slow down until like July August so I don't know what that means cuz we're,
1: we're we're booked until Jesus comes back I guess so <laughs>
0: What is that? Do you have the dates on <laughs> <back? 'Cause laughs> somebody like add, so we can put it on our calendar
1: <laughs> um I, I don't foresee the slowdown for a while so
0: So you just got back um from a trip? I did. How was it? It was
1: so quick but it was fine. We drove up to DC. Which I feel like I said last time we talked about this that I would never do, and I lied apparently. That's a long, it's like twelve-hour. That, so a long trip. Um, drive, but it was fine. I mean, we stayed right outside of D.C. in Virginia, which was super nice because we were like, it was nice to get away. From Crazy City, and the wedding that we were going to was actually in Maryland. wasn't even in um, DC. It's like almost near Baltimore. Actually, she's like, "Oh, it's an hour in between." That's a lie. It's (laughs) twenty minutes from Baltimore (laughs) and like (laughs) forty minutes from DC, so it's not in the middle. Um, but it was fine. It was interesting. I had never been up there, so I've never really seen the farthest north that I've been driving was like North Carolina. So I've never driven past North Carolina or anything. So it was just really. It was a lot. It's a
0: pretty drive. Like I've done it as a like a kid, and then I've done it as like a teenager. Um, but neither time was I driving. <laughs> so while I was in the car, I'm thinking, oh, these are things I won't do as an adult. <laughs> so I'm same as you. Like the 1st right. I've driven is uh, North Carolina. Right. Um, we've driven like to Winston-Salem And that's where I stop and i yeah. like yeah no Time to get on a plane. We have
1: friends that like f- Drive to New York religiously and what? I Don't understand me, how like, your Body a whole does that I can't even um, I'm like
0: it's a two hour flight you watch a movie And then you're there.
1: Yeah so I, I Have to go back to DC in August for The blogger week fly. on conference yes I am definitely flying. Also for
0: me I'm like any Excuse to like visit my friends on JetBlue. I'm all about <laughs> it and no I'm not Getting paid to say that I just absolutely Love JetBlue, like I'm very passionate. She about is
1: very passionate about JetBlue <laughs> in a way that is they're serious. Really they should be sponsoring my life. I wish
0: that they had flights all over the world because I would fly them everywhere. But I do fly them literally anytime I can. Like yeah. I will, I will make, I will change my schedule to be able to fly JetBlue. We'll be flying them
1: next week, so they're
0: fantastic. They've they've made me love flying because before I used to be like very nervous about it. And the anxiety would get the best of me. And I'm like, oh, you know, the plane's going to crash. Like, <laughs> I, this is it. Like, I would pray. Literally, like, every time oh I get goodness. onto a plane, I would start, like, my Hail Marys. And I'd be like, this is the end. And I would, like, very dramatically say I love you to, like, all my friends and family. It's just and everybody immediately like, hangs but, up in your face. And everyone's just like, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> but yeah, JetBlue makes there. it, like, fantastic. You just, you know, you just hang out. You... Eat some snacks because they're free and unlimited, and you watch a movie, and you're there.
1: Yeah, it's it's real. So it's it was Memorial Day weekend, so a lot of people took yesterday off. Those normal people who did that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, which is nice. I mean, I don't I don't know what that is because I worked all day yesterday, which is fine. Um, but yeah, other than that,
0: I feel like I made a like I realized that I've made a major flaw in my. 2017 2016 plan because you know i was like i think in september i was like you know what? i'm gonna travel for six months once a month every month for six months and we've been doing that and it was great and we did it through fall and all of winter and the nice parts of spring and now we're getting into summer and it's like we are done with all of our travel for a while and i'm like this was not a good plan because we traveled when it was bearable to right be, be in, in florida. florida and now it is Getting to the point where it's unbearable. It's 97, and 97. Just finished doing all this traveling. 98. So I'm like, I need to find, I need to book some travel. I told
1: you I was getting out in the summer. I, I told you. To I'm to out this out piece. Of the summer. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be here.
0: It's really bad. It's so warm. I'm like, we're, we were like, yeah, we're going to probably just be home all summer because we've spent so much money. And now I'm like, listen, I need to just make more money because I need to get out of here. Mm, talk like, about how it. like summer is. How mm-hmm.
1: weather affects your business. It's just like a really good mini episode or a blog post or something I know I, I, I just feel
0: like if I could leave every summer well, if I could leave for like four and a half months <laughs> not just the summer but like the leading I was gonna say summer
1: life. is Florida for four and a half months so that summer is yeah, really it's like, like four like, it's and it's half a half months long,
0: it's a long season and I'm just already done with it but I am going to the beach this weekend because I'm kind of like if you can't beat them join them type of situation so uh, my friend and her family have rented a house in Hutchinson Island and there's apparently like not anything to like do there. Like they don't have restaurants, they don't have stores, anything. So we're gonna go down there I think on Friday and just kind of like hang out all day. We haven't done a beach day in a really long time. I'm like, I, it's funny, I went to a pool party yesterday for Memorial Day and it was her little brother's like high school graduation. And it said like, bring your swimsuit and blah, blah, blah. So like I showed up in long gray pants and a black shirt. And um, she's like, "Where's your like swimsuit and your towel?" And I was like, "I'm not really a summer. I'm more of an autumn. So this is like how I roll." But I'm like, "I'm gonna try to like channel my inner like Stevie Nicks like mermaid." Which you guys never go to the head beach to the beach on um, Friday, which is so. funny. I feel
1: like anybody that was born in Florida never goes to the beach.
0: Yeah, but- I went so much as a kid, like because my mom worked for the Marriott when I was younger. And so we were able to get, like, really cheap hotel rooms. Like, they were fantastic to their employees. And so we traveled all over Florida. We went to all the beaches. It was great. And as a kid, I was like, this is great. I'm dirty and covered in sand, whatever. Now I'm just like, eh. Like, you know, all the things that have happened in the ocean. Like, I don't know. It's, I feel better when I'm in a wetsuit and it's not, like, on me. You
1: can do that. You can get you can go to beach with There's no laws against it.
0: Yeah, it's fine. also really hot. I mean, like I'd rather like be away from the beach and like be like diving or something. Like yeah. That. So I mean, like I told John, I was like, we should take that up. That as a means hobby. you need to and go to like, the Pacific expensive. Island. That's what that means.
1: So, that means you need to go on the West Coast and go diving over yeah. there. Yeah.
0: But I'm like, you know, we're you know, we're just gonna hang out by the pool. Her mom is like an awesome chef, so we're just gonna like eat food and chill, and that's gonna be our like little summer kickoff. Because as a teacher, his last day of work is on Friday that sounds awesome yeah sounds so, like work hopefully we don't melt because i took a five um mile hike the other day and by hike it was flat land because this is florida so that's what hiking is here. i love when um, people <laughs> in
1: florida are always like we're going on a hike and i'm like girl it's, just, it's
0: just walking on in a you're straight just walking
1: line. yeah <laughs> it's
0: like, there's no <laughs> elevation there's no like terrain that was just like straight it was actually on like an elevated boardwalk um <laughs>
1: We're done. We're <laughs> done with the recap. It was so nice talking to you about your weekend. Like most
0: extra way to hike. Everybody's ever. like
1: cancel. They're closing out. They're like we out. live in
0: celebration, guys. We cannot help it. Mm, it's so. do boot- promise though that we are the poorest people here. I promise. No. You don't think
1: so? No, I know poor people than we are.
0: In in celebration,
1: they live in garage apartments, so it's fine.
0: Mm, well. <laughs> Understandable. All right. So we're going to talk about embracing your expertise today. Um, and it's just, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So, so we're going to dive right into it. So first of all, we're going to talk about navigating imposter syndrome, which is something that I think everybody deals with at some point or another. I feel like for me, it, it's, I won't deal with it for a long time then it'll come up again and, you know just depending on what you're getting yeah I feel like into, if you're in things things a you're high
1: or, or you're um starting a new thing yeah. or if somebody asks you to do something that's really cool and awesome and they're like really excited about you a lot of time imposter syndrome comes in and for people who don't know imposter syndrome is basically feeling like you haven't done enough to be in the position that you're are you are you feel like you're not like you're just completely faking your imposter basically it's kind of yeah. you know easy you to don't explain. feel like
0: you deserve the title right or you know the uh the acknowledgement that you're getting for what like you just feel like you're not really on the same level as everybody else that exactly is doing what you're doing um and it, i think it's just really important like when you're facing imposter syndrome to just kind of avoid negativity and i think that Uh, people can that are in your field that are making you feel like of course sometimes it's not it doesn't have anything to do with other people sometimes it's something that's internal Um, but there can be times when other people bring out that imposter syndrome in you maybe with just kind of like backwards you know, words like things that they say that maybe they're not straight up telling you like you suck at this, but they're saying things uh, the, like, you know, "Are you that, sure that you're ready yeah. for this?" Like, like, oh, like that's, oh, that's in like if you show them something really... and they're like, "That's interesting," or whatever. Yeah, um, and of course, there's you can tell the difference between like friends who are like hey girl, that's whack. I love you but like, I don't want you to put this out there and, you know, embarrass yourself. Let's rework it and come at it from a different angle. Or a friend that's like, you know, being catty about it and, you know, not really wanting you to succeed. Which I think that a lot of times when I see people, you know, suffering from imposter syndrome it is because the people that they surround themselves with with, right, are just feeding them like,
1: oh, that seems like a really big deal. Are you sure you're ready for this? And it's like I don't know why you would assume that I'm not ready for this. Are you should really be like, yeah, you got this. Go kill it. Like, I believe in you. Or you may not be a hundred percent, but I will help you get to where you feel hundred mm-hmm. percent, so you can do this. But you I gotta do it. I definitely
0: have a friend who was not a business owner, and who like, I I can't even remember like what it was that I wanted to do, but I wanted to do something. And this is like back when I was like twenty-one, so I hadn't first opened my business, but I was like getting, I was you know learning and getting to that point. I was about to. And she was just kind of like super negative about it, and like, oh, like that sounds like it's gonna be like really hard, and blah, blah, blah and I'm not friends with her anymore, it took me a good 10 years to learn. So you know who I'm talking about. I do. Because she was a hot mess. Um, So it took me, like, a good 10 years to realize, like, what a negative person she was. Um, But I should have known then. Right. And it's funny because, I mean, obviously before our friendship ended, like, she was able to see that, like, yes, I actually can open a business and do pretty well at this and everything is fine. Um, But, you know, it's just, like, it took me a long time to learn, like, there's a difference between someone telling me like my brother would be like oh like no that website sucks or you know this logo is trash or like that picture is garbage like he'd tell me but be nice about it and be like let's Rework it. Yeah, it's like, constructive you know. criticism exactly. in a way
1: that's actually going to help you. And he you. also solution not say
0: that's trash or that's garbage. Right. I'm just saying that. No, he that would happened. give you a
1: solution exactly. also. It's not like, oh, this is trash and then walk away. It's like, yeah. this is trash, but maybe if you do this and this, let me help you get there or let exactly. me like bounce ideas off each other. So I think that's one way to know if someone really has their, your best interest in their mind or if they're just like out here hating because... It's yeah. real
0: <laughs> It is And I also feel like You know People compare themselves To other people
1: All the time You
0: know You fall into that Comparison trap And that's what
1: makes you Feel like you're an imposter A lot exactly. of the times Because you're like Oh well I'm a photographer But so and so and so Is a photographer as well And I'm not as great As this person is So that I shouldn't have these opportunities All the
0: time Like you look at your work Side by side From someone else's Not knowing what their Budget was for that project How long that knowing, person Had been
1: doing this you know, How like, long they've
0: been doing it What their background is Like just a lot of If it's even things. their
1: work You know, they could have somebody else to completely shot or edit or they can have a whole team behind them. Yeah,
0: like if you're looking at, like, for example, like a website, you could have had like five people putting their time and effort into that website or you could have one. Or if you're looking at an image, that image could be taken by one person and then, you know, the editing and post-processing could be done by someone else completely. Completely different. Or if the picture's taken
1: in another location, that's like more... You know, there's so many different things. There's just a lot
0: of factors that go into it and I feel like you can never... Win if you're playing the comparison game. No. Like, there's always going to be somebody that you think is better than you, whether they are or not. Yeah. Like, that, well, there there's always going to
1: be someone that's better than you. That's just yeah. like life. Um, I
0: think. F- I think about it though when people talk about like their favorite singer. That's what I think about it as because I'm like you can look at it in a, in a sense of like, okay, who has the best vocal range? Right. But when you're talking about like, this is my favorite voice to hear, everyone has all these right, different Right, exactly. Answers. It's just completely different. So just because like, you think that this particular designer is better, or this particular you know, uh, calligrapher is better, doesn't mean that you're not going to be somebody else's favorite. Right. So for me, I'm like, I don't understand when people say that Adele is their favorite singer, because I'm like, but have you heard of Beyonce? Because <laughs> that's the voice voice that I want to hear for the rest of my life. Like, I don't understand. Um, But at the same time, like, there's you know, there's I like Adele. Right. I really do. But I just feel like to me, Beyonce has the best voice of all time. Um, But I also love Mariah Carey. And I love her voice more than, like, say, Alicia Keys, which I love Alicia Keys. Right. But there's other people that are like, no, Alicia Keys has the best voice. And there's other people that are like, Kelly Clarkson. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's hard to compare because at the end of the day, they're all great singers. And
1: they all have different Voices—they have, have different, different voices, technical abilities, just different ranges. Now,
0: if you're looking at it from a standpoint of who has the biggest vocal, like the largest vocal range, that's Mariah Carey. I was gonna say, yeah. But there's like, other people gonna... that are like, I don't want to hear her at all. You know, yeah. me, there's people that are like, if Mariah Carey comes on, they're gonna turn her off because they don't want to hear her voice and they don't like it. So you know, we're not talking about what your range is per se but it's like your your work your style might be someone's favorite so it's like don't get down on yourself and compare yourself to every single other person out there because Somebody else might be like. Somebody's out here is thinking
1: favorite? that you are the best, so yeah. that's all that matters. Handwriting Where, is
0: such a. I feel like, like you know, if you're a calligrapher or anything yeah. like that, or if you're like, uh, you do any sort of lettering, it's like you can see someone's handwriting. Somebody and like, thinks
1: I'm good at this, yeah. and they are so not right.
0: <laughs> I'm like, like, I can give I you, you 20 handwriting other handwriting people who you should I be see looking other at. Calligraphers, like you know, do you know that like really, really popular calligraphy style that like uh, you see often that a lot of people have? And yeah, there's a lot of fonts, like, right? Or whatever. I personally don't like that because I have a hard Time like reading it, right? I feel like it's not sometimes clear. I like yours because it seems like you have the fancy handwriting of a real person.
1: <laughs> if mean? that
0: makes it doesn't right. make sense to you, it's no, like, yeah, I totally get it. It's like, I'm like, who writes like the, like the calligraphy thing? It's like that's super over the top. I'm like okay but it's like it just feels too formal all the time to me too stuffy I don't know yours just feels like I don't know it just feels like worldly it feels like home and it could be because you're writing it and I like connect to you (laughs) you're like I like like your
1: hand my large shack hands (laughs) do so much with tiny paintbrushes but
0: yeah so it's like I personally like you're one of my favorite lettering artists um, and your style is very different than, like, w- right. a
1: lot of and other people. And the people that I actually, like, are have nothing to do with my lettering style at all. It's, like, people like, you know, Jessica Heesh or Lauren Holm or, like, those people who really are class. Like, especially Jessica Heach, she does, a, like, just all kinds of things. She's just not a lettering artist. She's a type Artist as well so it's very different because she uses different styles and she can be very classic she can be very fun she she's such a range she's like to me the Mariah Carey of using these fingers ah, so okay. <laughs> that's okay. when I think about her someone like is, her range she has yeah. crazy range like she did a lot of the redone penguin books like the classics and stuff that you okay. see that have like different type based covers so she has that you know just yeah. her range is very big so when I think of lettering artists or someone that's a type designer I think of Jessica Heesh, or yeah. I think of Lauren Holm who people may know from like Daily Dishonesty where she did all of these different projects where she was like oh yeah I'm totally gonna go to sleep tonight or you know I'm going to do yoga this morning it's all like lies and stuff I guarantee
0: if we ask them then they tell us someone completely different exactly they
1: already have their own people so yeah Yeah. you definitely just don't compare it doesn't
0: make any sense to compare because it's like there's so many (coughs) different people out there there's so many different tastes and styles so it's just you know what what you know some people's favorite is not going to be the other person's don't worry about it just do the best that you can and, you know, Live
1: your own life and stay in your own lane Stay
0: in your own lane Or just drive all over the road but don't look at other people But don't really do that <laughs> I like, Drive
1: all over the road don't don't do that people in people real and life. run into
0: people Don't do that in real life But I'm saying you can you can color outside the lines That's a, that's a safer Color <laughs> outside the lines And don't look at other people's paintings Or drawings right. or coloring books Look at your own coloring book Color on whatever page you want But just don't worry about the next person's book so, another thing that you can do when you're navigating imposter syndrome is reflect on your accomplishments. So, kind of just like look back at what you've done own the fact that you know like owning a business is hard yeah it's it's not an easy thing to do if you have a business and you're still making money like
1: good for you you've done something that most people cannot do if you've had a business for more than five years congratulations you've done amazing things that most businesses don't even make it that far um so there are just different things that you need to do to write down and i think as business owners we're so like heavy into our work our heads are down Mm -hmm. and we're just trying to go 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 that we don't take back and reflect on the things that we've done that are awesome like oh I did my first speaking gig or I you know reached this amount of people on this social media income or I sold this many courses on, or whatever you know there are things that you don't think about but you need to go back and think about those things because that's what helps you understand that you're not an imposter you actually have accomplished things.
0: I think when you have like a regular job and you reach these milestones it's like you get a big promotion. I so say you get a promotion they, they, they give it. you a
1: certificate with You get something things. that
0: says your name on it right. that also says your title and you Nobody like, is out here checking oh, for you when you have your business nobody's reporting your stuff yeah you know or you don't you don't have to prove anything anyways but you don't feel like you have to prove right oh i need to prove that i am a blank because you know no one has given me a business card that says that i am right you know what i mean so i feel like that's that's why it's so important to look and say okay like Here's proof that I'm doing great at this because, look, I have money, any amount of money in my bank account. Like, anything. Like
1: I'm not homeless. You are doing good. You did a good Anything job. in
0: there. Like, if you booked a, your first client.
1: you That's a, a big shoe, deal. It, yeah.
0: Time. Like, any little accomplishment, I think that we just need to remember to, you know, pat yourself on the back, throw yourself a little party, even if it's just a little Grab midday dance Grab some confetti party. out of yeah. your
1: drawer. Like, keep confetti and then just, like, pour it up in the air Eat for yourself. Eat some edible
0: glitter, which I did oh. this weekend. That's real. <laughs> it was on the cupcakes. At I'm alright. I
1: don't. I'm okay. That sounds it's, real.
0: It's delicious. <laughs> vegan as well. Um, <laughs> so understanding your value is incredibly important. I think that you need to know what you're worth um, and what makes you good at what you do. Right. So, Um, no one can do what you do the way that you do it. Basically.
1: Uh, Your journey is your own journey. Nobody else is riding your journey. Nobody's doing what you're doing. And so, what you do is unique because it's just you. It's your mind. It's your brain. And it may be similar to someone else's work. Everybody, there's a million and one designers. There's a million and one developers. There's a million and one photographers. But everybody has their own journey. It's their own thing.
0: And I think that it's important to remember that you're not just looking at the finished project. So many of us are like visual artists in different ways. And so... Will you know? Just look at like the finished thing, but you have to remember like there's a whole process. So your process to get there is completely your own. The way that you are dealing with a client when you're doing onboarding, the way that you exit and close out that account. The way that you may, may or may not follow up. Maybe you send out Christmas cards or holiday cards every year to all your past clients. Maybe you keep up with your, their birthdays. Maybe you don't. Whatever oh, it that is that you choose to do. Intense. You know, what <laughs> your face is like.
1: I was like, oh, what, no, baby. So
0: whatever it is, like whatever your different client experience um, is, and however you, not even just dealing with clients, even if you, you sit down them, people, you and you copy and, and paste and
1: do exactly what another human being does, it's completely different because it's coming the from your. Will <laughs> it's coming yeah. from your hands. If you're typing, it's coming from you. So, I mean, not saying you should do that because you should not ever copy and paste somebody's completely thing. It's not going to be. Successful. I feel like we have a
0: lot of disclaimers. <laughs> we're like, so we're disclaimer, like, but don't, do but that. don't do that.
1: <laughs> but it's like a hypo- like look hypotheticals. We're trying to help you understand.
0: Another great way to understand your value is to get feedback from you know your clients, your customers, different colleagues, people that you collaborate with. Um, just you know seeing how they feel about what you're doing is going to remind you that you're not an imposter yeah it's going to help you embrace like what you're doing
1: that you're good at what you're doing because people are saying really positive things they really like your work they really believe in your message and what you're doing and then you can keep moving forward and you're like okay i got this because my clients say it's good you know
0: surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up um and especially like i think that client feedback is really important i think a lot of people don't follow up with that they're just like okay you know, it's over. They didn't complain. Um, and I know that a lot of photographers do this. They send out the pictures and they don't get immediate feedback and they think, Oh, my God. It wasn't good. They hate Right. This is horrible. Or the person will, like, get them. Like, sometimes they get them and some customers will immediately be like, oh, my God, I love them. But other times they won't. And that doesn't mean they love them. Like, you'll see them, like, post immediately to Facebook and whatever. But they might not say anything to you. And sometimes that's just because they don't know how important. Yeah. It hasn't been
1: prompted to them to give feedback. You think about, like, when
0: you go into a store and you go in and, like, you buy stuff and you get great service. And a lot of times you just, then you get great service and you're like, okay, that was great. And then you go about your day. Um, or like if, you know, if you are out to eat, you then tip better, Right. but you don't often, I mean, some people will, and it's great when they do, but most of the time you don't go like talk to a person. Right. And then if you do, it would be you're being served by an employee and you go talk to a manager. In this case, you're the owner. So I think that people get confused, like they don't even know who to talk to, so they just figure if it's no, right. no news is good the no news. The fact that
1: I posted it on social media should be like, yeah. oh, I, I loved what so you did. So I think
0: that if you do want that feedback, which I think is important to get, not just so that you're getting praise, but also just so that you're you just want, understanding right. you know, feedback and understanding where you're with your clients, send up just a quick you know, questionnaire, like something simple, five minutes, like maybe just three questions, and be like, hey, would you mind filling this out? You know, I just want to make sure that I'm always getting customer feedback, and making sure that you know my clients are all taken care of and i'm sure that they'll have no problem doing it and it's gonna probably tell you what you should already know which is that you're fabulous right
1: so also another thing in terms of how to reflect on your accomplishments is documenting your career journey and as entrepreneurs i know it's like seems like another thing that you need to do but it's that's why we have social media that's why i use social media for a lot of the times is to track where i've been and what i'm doing and how i've grown with my business and so I that's why I generally why I use it don't care about marketing promotion but that's why I use it so I can go back and be like oh you know two years ago I was only doing my first talk at board camp and now I'm you know going all over the place and doing this thing so it's just nice to have some place where I can go back and reflect on where I've been and what I'm doing and how I got there I like to go back on um, we were looking um we had a client that just recently got referred from an older client of ours that she was like oh I really loved her say I really we we're in the same industry you want to do this and we went back and I opened the proposal from that and that was in 2013 mm, and I'm like that's yeah. crazy because that was a long time ago it seems like it was just yesterday but no that site which somebody else really really loves because it's still sitting there and it's we built it to be you know timeless it's still relevant in 2017 but that just shows our history of being like we were doing responsive sites in 2012 2013 everybody you know it's just nice to have that journey so we keep all of our files we go back and we refer them we do a lot of strategy meetings where we sit down and we say what worked on this what didn't work so it's all kind yeah, of stuff yeah
0: I think that it's great to like keep <laughs> Files and be able to look back and see, like, visually how things have, you know, grown. And even just, like, you know, your client interactions. Like, I remember when I first started, I had, like, all of these Word documents. And I had, like, a Word document for, like, every, you know, situation, basically. And you have to, like, pull up Word. It's, like, this whole big thing. Now everything is, like, organized on Google Drive. And it's just even, like, your systems and how... You'll update them what over time. What have you been actually, using? Like documenting yeah. like that backside of your business um, and seeing that growth there. Like, And I know for me it's like I, I think I find the creative side of work easier than the like organizational business side of work. Right. I'm the type of person that I'm either everything is perfectly perfect Or it is complete chaos. I have no in-between. And it's very hard to keep things perfect when you're busy and you're constantly working. So I feel like every few months I have to take a day and like go back to the basics and just get everything reorganized because it's a hot mess. Um, So for me to go back and look at the systems that I've had in the past that have been crazy and I don't understand how I...
1: How you even lived my, like, poor using. My computer
0: them. had so much storage and nonsense on it because I was like not storing anything like online. It's just like everything was like a mess. And now like I look go in and it's like my systems like help me to just be so much better at what I do. Right. And I'm allowed more time to be creative because I don't like my systems make it so that I'm not having to be on the back end and the boring end I think of my business as much um so just seeing like how I've grown and documenting that part of my career journey is, is awesome yeah um uh, but yeah I do I love going back through like Instagram and stuff and like just seeing like oh this I was what here I was doing. Like, a year yeah. ago or even right. just like a few months ago seriously
1: like, oh my goodness talk about like just from December like we were talking about it all weekend we were like oh my goodness this happened and like remember this just happened and yeah. we thought it was just yesterday and it's like no that was six months ago seven well it's so, so ago. funny
0: like seeing like one of my best friends and like her family and like i've known her mom since like i was 11 so she sees john and i and she's like how have you guys been going like what's been going on and we're like oh nothing much and then we thought about we're like wait actually that's a lie yeah (laughs) but it's just like you know you forget and i think that you know because you know social media is kind of like a highlight reel um i think that when you look like if you're just feeling like oh my god life sucks like it's you can always just like look through instagram really quick and you're like wait a second Life is not that bad. Yeah, like like it's it's never as bad as you think it is. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Um. So getting into the term of expert, which I'm putting into quotation marks right here. Um. What is an expert? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) at the end of the day. Who decides who is an expert and who isn't? Is it
1: because you go to, you know, an Ivy League college? Is it because you have a doctorate in a certain thing? Is that, like, what is an expert? There's
0: no, like, clear line that we've seen where you can say, like, oh, I'm an expert and I'm not. So a lot of people decide that they're experts, and that's how they get to be (laughs) experts. I mean, you know what I mean? They put on their business card. It's like if somebody says, oh, I'm an expert in this field, you know. You can wait till somebody else says you are, but you can also decide that you are. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people, like do. on the internet, that's, you know, hey. how a lot of that works. So it's a lot of My LinkedIn do.
1: says I'm an expert, so I am now. So I
0: think <laughs> a lot of people go on and they see these other people who are, you know, quote unquote experts, and they're like, oh my God, I'm not an expert in this, right. why am I even trying? Um
1: but, you know, you don't know what their situation is. Like, they you could know have literally just decided that they're going to be a graphic designer. They just bought Photoshop and they're like, I'm an expert now because I yeah. installed it on my computer.
0: Right. <laughs> um, so it's like you don't have to be a quote unquote expert yeah. to be able to do what it is. It's that definitely not
1: necessary to, to say that you're an expert to know that you're good at what you do. Like, that's not necessary. You don't have to have this super fancy title. You don't have to, like... First of all, titles, especially when you own a business, aren't, like, made up. I feel
0: like... They're made I can't tell you how... Like, every time I look at my Instagram or any of my social, like, media uh, accounts, and it's like, I'm trying to explain what I do, and I'm like, guys... I do everything. Okay? <laughs> right, So it's like, I feel like it's, it's like a kick in the face to me in a sense, sometimes to have a title because I'm like, this does not describe what I do because right. I do everything. Yep. So I'm like, for like, I'm trying to write all these things like this slash this. And I'm like, no guys, I just do it all.
1: I do everything. It's like every do, single And I thing. feel
0: like I every other business owner I know, same thing. It's yep. like, all of us are doing multiple jobs. Like we're doing multiple things. So it's like, in a sense, like titles become obsolete. That's because almost where I
1: feel like you know, master of none, kind of fits in. Yeah, I feel like that's probably what she just put on everything. Yeah. Like I'm Jack a master Walt of none. They're none, none because I'm not a master yeah. of anything.
0: That's how I feel about a lot of things, and not in an imposter syndrome type of way, but I just feel like in all because areas I have that to I do cover, so I feel much. Like I'm good at all of right. them, but I feel like I'm constantly learning, constantly getting better. I feel like there's many people. You know, obviously in the world of the internet That do different things that I do better But I also feel like at the end of the day, I'm me So this is the way that I do it And I'm proud of the way that I do it Uh, But yeah, definitely like, not, you know Master of none. I, I agree. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just update
1: our things. It's going to say master of none. But I do um, I do dabble in this, 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 and this. Um, so another thing that you should do is share your experiences from your point of view, which help you understand how good you are at what you do and not what everyone else does. Because again, like we said earlier, your journey is your own. Nobody else is in your shoes. Nobody has the same exact journey that you do. Um, being a, like a mom Makes me different From some other people Not being a mom Makes other people Different from other people Like there's just so many Little factors again Like you being can't Being black
0: makes it different <sighs> Having a vagina Makes it different
1: <laughs> So many things You know All those different Little Little Like being in the Southeast United States uh, And tech yeah. Is a lot more Different Competitive in a way And the pricing is really low Compared to being, you know, just in the northeast Above us or being in the west coast They're definitely making way more than we are In terms of their projects Also
0: it's like do you are you bad at what you do, or are you in an area that's very oversaturated? Oh my goodness!
1: You know what I mean. Yeah. It's like
0: if you're not getting booked, like it might. Not if be, you are a wedding skillset,
1: photographer in the southeastern United States, God who? bless you yeah. because everyone is because everyone yeah. gets married here because people are more likely to be on. You know, it's kind of we're not technically we're kind of in the Bible Belt, but people are more religious, so they get married and a lot earlier. It's so it's like the
0: wedding capital, so right? It's exactly. It's like on one hand, it's like there's a lot of weddings, <laughs> but on the other hand, it's like there's a lot. <laughs> of (laughs) And nine
1: times out of ten most people get married and then they're like oh
0: you know what I'm going to be a wedding
1: photographer because I love the pictures for my wedding so much or I like had a kid and now I'm taking pictures so now I want to take pictures of other people you know there's just which is totally fine just know that your journey is your own thing
0: yeah And I also feel like certain things will become like the new it career on the internet. So like I think last year was like the year of the infopreneur, and all of a sudden everybody are we done with that yet? I don't know.
1: I'm very excited if we are. I'm not. I'm not online right right now, so I have no idea. We were talking about that last night with a person I know who owns a Facebook group about how we're just too busy to know what the hell is going on.
0: Yeah, but I feel (laughs) like like this year I don't know what it is, but I feel like last year was definitely it. Definitely was the the year. I kind of
1: feel like right now is the right. I mean, it kind of was last year too so it's not brand new but it's more so the rise of the social media influencer being the career choice because it's like i don't need a blog i technically don't need a website all i need is like a really bomb instagram and yeah. an email address and i'm kind I got it like i'm, yeah. I'm totally in it also the rise of the online social media boutiques so it's like and
0: i feel like you have to remember that when you see everyone doing that it's like it's it's gonna be harder to do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like If you're if you find yourself in those careers that ever like a lot of people are doing right now, they're oversaturated. So it's like if you find yourself like, oh my god, I'm not booking, whatever. It's like doesn't necessarily mean it's because you're bad at what you're doing. Right. It's it just that everybody with more. If you're people.
1: wondering why your bad and bougie shirts aren't selling, it's because there are a hundred other people who are selling bad and bougie shirts right now. <laughs> That's yeah. just generally what that means. So. Yeah yeah just take time i I just really think people should be more proud of themselves and what they do and really own it and be really excited about the fact that you have your own business that you're going even if you have a nine-to-five the fact that you are working in your own like you are in your own position you're doing what you do just have a little party keep some confetti in your desk I feel like just throw it out or like you know Meredith and Grey's Anatomy you have a dance party and just have a good day
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like when you decide that you're gonna own your own business and you decide you're gonna like follow your bliss in that sense like really, you're kind of letting like that inner child live, right? And saying like, I'm not going to conform, you know, and I'm going to go after what it is that I want. Yeah. Um, this and weekend, it's, it's scary. It's scary to do. So yeah. I, I feel like you know, just for deciding to do that and following through, which is and still doing it for more than like
1: 30 days. It's yeah, it's high like five. you
0: deserve a pat on the back. Like whether you whether your business is making money or not, whether you think you know, as long as you're growing in some way, like you're growing as a person or your art is growing your creativity or your service like what you're offering whatever is growing in some way and you still own your business that's a lot yeah (laughs) I will say this
1: weekend I think and this is really what got me on the topic that I'm sitting here and it's like last minute wedding planning for someone that goes to our church and they needed programs and I'm sitting here doing them and I'm like I am completely I was very
0: confused because I saw the programs and I saw you making them and then like the next Um, Graham was like They're out They're there And I was like Wait No Yeah So I had
1: like (laughs) You know like 90 minutes to put together Wedding programs Um, And I'm like I love That shows how far I've come Because if I tried to do this Seven years ago I would not know what I'd do And I really I am 100% happy With the career choice That I made Like I am so happy Like I am There's so many Last minute sticky situations That friends that I know Have or like Just life comes up And I'm like I can just do it Because I've done this career I'm happy that i'm a designer it's easy for me to throw together something that looks like it cost a couple hundred dollars yeah i can just literally print at home i designed them i cut them like literally had the paper already so i'm very happy that i made these journeys and these choices and so that was kind of mean like i had my i am embracing the fact that i have put in like over decades of work in doing this career field and that it pays off when i can you know pull out 40 wedding programs out of my butt in an hour and a half. Literally out of my butt cheeks. <laughs> an hour and a half, so. yeah, it
0: is so fast. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, for me this year, like one of the things that I finally accepted about myself is that I want to own multiple businesses. I want to be an entrepreneur who continues to exactly. like, do new things and never like, get bored. On new challenges. And for a while I thought like, oh, well, I chose to do this one thing and this is what I have to do because Nope. I was like, opening a business is risky, so I can't open others if I, you know, like, that's too much. And now, like, I'm in the works for three, like, side projects slash slash businesses to be open by the end of this year. And for the first time ever, I'm, like, writing up, like, proposals for an investor, which is, like, something I never thought that I would do. Um, Yeah, so it's just... You know, I'm like even I feel like having again having those ideas and following through like that's, yeah you wouldn't me, have I'm done like, that some some businesses will fail that I try to start and some will I mean hopefully they don't uh, it would be nice if at the end of the year like I hope all they all, all like are falling um, right but yeah it's like if one of them fails it's like that's fine because I'll just fail forward and keep on moving to the next so I think that if you're you know at a point where you're doing what you love to do and moving forward you have a lot to be proud of.
1: Awesome.
0: So we're going to get into listener questions. So our first one is uh, a question that I absolutely love because this is something that I've been focusing on this year. Yes. What are good ways to diversify your income?
1: Oh, man! So
0: my number one recommendation for diversifying your income would be to go after passive income. Yep. There's a lot of ways to have passive income, but essentially what passive income is, is it's when you're making money that you're not actually doing the work in that moment. So you might have to set up something obviously on the front end, right. but you can make money while you're asleep. That is passive yep. income. So for me, and this is obviously not something that, you just like walk into and decide to do but I really want to start owning property this is something that I decided when yeah we were in Scotland and I met the guy who owned our Airbnb and he basically owns uh, like a ton of different properties around Europe and, you know, he's he's like 50 or something. Uh, so he owns a tons of different properties about Europe and he, I think he started it when he was like in his 30s. Yep. Buy one at a time, he would fix it up and then turn around and rent it out on Airbnb. So he now is making like a killing. And so that's kind of my goal right now is to get ourselves in a position where we're probably going to buy something like probably about a year and a half to two years from now, and just literally turn around and make yep. it a, a, um, an income property just like to make passive income in the future. Um, so that's, you know that's a great way I think one of the best ways to make passive income but also a lot of people have obviously gotten into like selling courses selling ebooks and yeah. things like that because again you do the the work on the front end of it and then you're listing it and then after that the income is just passive you can make money yeah. once so any sort of course email yeah you know and anything that you've
1: like already that. especially if you're a blogger and you already have all this content take all that content put it in an ebook sell it yeah. Generally, that's yeah, what you do. Yeah, generally, like, that's going to... If you're good. a normal human being and you're trying to make some quick cash, um, one thing that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has started to tell people is the flip challenge is basically go into a Marshalls, a Home Goods, or whatever, buy something that could be sold online for twice as much. Like, I, I, there are Bluetooth headphones that are at Marshalls and stuff all the mm-hmm. time. Yes. They're regularly, like, $60, $70, but they're, like, 10 bucks there. You buy them, you flip them on Amazon, you take that money and you just save it and you use it to fund your, your real hustle. So those are things yeah. you can easily do.
0: And like something that I noticed, you know, was obviously like with Seven Twenty Five creative, like I have to be very present for every single thing that I do. So it's like, I cannot make money while I sleep at all. Like I need to be fully awake, (laughs) uh, to make money with that business. Um, but one of the things that I've been looking into, um, is getting more involved in like e-commerce and things like that. So, uh, for me, a big part of it was like, I don't have the time to take on everything myself. So I've been partnering with other people, Um, working on different projects that will generate money and generate passive income once they're started. So right right now it's like I'm still... From the beginning of the year, I've been in that like building mode to get them ready. And once they're started, the income will be passive. So when I mentioned like before about like opening multiple businesses, that is what I'm talking about. Right. So like it's a lot of work on the front end, you know, yeah, especially it is work when you heavy. want it to work um, seamlessly to the point where somebody will press a button and then everything will be shipped, and, and you don't have and, to worry about doing anything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's worth it. So hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, my income will be. Very diverse. Because what I have read and seen the most is that it's great to have... Um, if you want to aim for like diversifying your income, you want to aim for five different streams. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going towards right now. And that's what my my personal goals are. Um, so I think that those are probably the best ways to yeah. diversify your Other income. Other things that are
1: super easy, uh, Lyft, Uber, um, you know, Instacart delivery. Those are if you got a car, you're already paying for it. That can yes. help you pay for your car. Like those yes. things. So just...
0: Yeah, any sort of um, type of business yeah. where you can kind of sign up to be. Exactly. A, a you don't have to create contractor. the
1: business yourself. Yeah. Like you just show up and, and you I do would the work.
0: highly suggest those... set your own hours. I would, I would say I would highly suggest those over, obviously, like MLMs. Right. Because it's that very you have difficult. to buy like buy stuff to yeah. make and that uh, might be maybe it, make money. Yeah. Maybe. Whereas, like, if you if you're an Uber driver, you're going to make money. Somebody is going to want an Uber. Right. Like, that's going to happen, especially depending on what city you're in. Like, yeah. I know here in Orlando, it's like just just hang out by Disney World, you're going to have somebody right. like call you for an Uber. But if you decide to sell, you know, wraps or whatever, like you're going to first have to buy that. Lululemon. you
1: have to buy over $10,000 yeah. worth and of inventory. And then you don't know if anybody's going to buy the it the same or not, I think it's like five you. to $7,000 worth of inventory and you have yeah. to push that inventory really quickly. So I
0: did not suggest that. No. no. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like a lot of women go to that first. Because it's, it's, just like,
1: it's marketed oh, to women yeah. uh, mostly. It's like, oh yeah, you your husband's out. But you need some shopping money. Cute girlfriend. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, I definitely would recommend you be an Uber driver first before and then the next step of obviously is going to get a part time job because money is money. You gotta yes. pay your bills. Or if you have goals, like you wanna buy a house, you wanna put a down payment on your house yes. and your business is making this much, but you still have a couple hours that you can maybe, I don't know, deliver pizzas at night. I don't know, whatever you can do. Figure it out. Make your money. I say,
0: and if you guys have any more ideas for diversifying, diversifying your income, let us know because I want to do them. So <laughs> true. <laughs> about that money right now. Oh my goodness. So, don't make dollars. Don't make sense.
1: Look. <laughs> life motto right yes. now. Um, so how much time should you spend on social media marketing your business? And I've seen this come up a lot because people are fighting about it as per usual of internet wank and so people are like All right, I saw somebody this morning and this is my favorite thing about so Facebook groups when I say my favorite thing I think it's my least favorite thing so people <laughs> do this sanctimonious really long like salesy pitch but they're trying to make it seem like it's very motivational and this girl was like I only spend... 14 to 18 hours a week on my business and I only spend 30 minutes a day on social media and that's how much you should be spending to be effective blah 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 and she's like get you know and it's always like an icon all caps like an emoji an all cap statement and then like a side like a bullet point type of thing in those posts there's just so much talking and it just didn't make any sense so uh I definitely think you spend as much time as you need yeah I I
0: think that you know the biggest thing is number one how much time do you have to spend on social media marketing. Um, And the other thing, it it just depends on your business. So it's like how many people are in your business? uh, What exactly are you marketing? Who are you marketing to? um, You know, all of those things I think really just depend on your personal business and and what your goals are as well. And and also how many platforms you're on, like how much time you're going to spend on Instagram is different than what you're going to spend on Pinterest is different than what you're going to spend on Facebook. So it's, it really just depends on your business. And I think that, I mean, if you can hire somebody because you don't love social media, then do that. If you love social media, they can hire media, you. <laughs> hire, yeah, hire me. Um, hire my business, Seven so Twenty Five Creative. Uh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, but if you love social media, do it yourself and learn how to do. Because I I love it. I always encourage my clients actually to yeah, they should of hire definitely me, understand how to use it to, at least. Um, yeah, to have me just consult for them. And for them to learn how to do it, if if they have the time and if they love it. If they don't love it, then obviously it's like, you don't love it, that's fine. But if you love it, I think that it should be fun. And I don't think that there's a magical number. It's really just going to depend on, you know, So because number one, social media is constantly changing. So it's going to depend on a number of things to do with Every that platform. Every hour. And to do with your <laughs> business and to do with your clients. So it really depends on those three factors, the platform, your clients, and your particular business. So there's not yeah. a right or wrong answer. Exactly. And, and also your, your area. Like,
1: where are you located? Yeah, I will go as
0: far to say that there's not even a right time to like post yeah. those sort of things because it, you really have to test it out, and and it varies from person to person. And
1: again, if you're in a different part of the world, the social media that you use is completely different. Like there's just so mm-hmm. much, so many different factors. So I definitely, um, there is no one size fit all solution. So if somebody says, "Oh, I can tell you how many how many hours I spend on social media in my course and you can make money," they're that's a, a red flag. Well, I don't want
0: to say they're a liar, but I don't. It's a red flag. I think that that is possibly untrue yes. Not that they think it's untrue because i do think that they believe, believe it believe and it worked it may have worked for and them it, and it may work and i'm sure it did work for them but the thing is is just like you never know if that is going to work for you because i've i've read all the articles and it's been like posted this time blah, blah blah and then i'll do it and i'll be like okay but my engagement is lower than when when yeah. i was doing it I, I don't even read them so, so good for you that's why for <laughs> me when i am consulting on a business i and especially if i'm running their social media I take the time to actually exactly. look at that yep. particular bit, like not like, oh, this is my blanketed thing for everyone. No, I look at that particular It'll... business. I get to know that business inside yep. and out would... before I'm consulting them on what to do for social. Pretty media. Pretty much. Uh, so our third listener question is, what is the best way to market yourself in a new area after moving? Um, and I think that number one, you need to connect before you leave. <laughs> connect before yeah, you leave. If, please it is don't that you're do
1: running. it. Yeah, don't yeah. wait until you're there. And I think
0: nowadays, I mean, like, and, and this marketing and and. Uh, what is the word i'm looking for
1: networking networking
0: thank you uh thank you for being in my brain um (laughs) marketing networking go hand in hand so i think that your first step is really to network which is super easy to do um online. online go join a facebook group rising tide society has facebook groups for all over the country yep we're members of like most of the ones in florida um i i'm also like members of like random ones in places that i frequently travel so like I'm frequently in New York City and I'm frequently in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, because I have family in both of those locations. So I have connections over there so that when I am in those areas, like there's other creatives that I can get to know. Um, So I think that that's step one, just like finding some creatives that are going to be in the city that you're going to be in. And then once you've done that, like I actually would suggest working on some collaboration so if you're a calligrapher and you're moving to miami but you live in illinois then go join their rising tide the uh, rising tide society group and you know say hey i would really like to work on some styled shoots like who's interested in working together and get some stuff set up for you know the first few weeks that you settle in so that you already have some right. stuff in the work
1: have some coffee dates with some people exactly. from the internet that's um, gonna be
0: like your best bet and then from there um, it would just depend on what your marketing plan is. So if you're taking out ads and stuff like that, then obviously you want to start taking them out in that area. But if you are doing social media, then you want to just if you're using um, hashtags that are local, then you obviously want to just start using those, those hashtags that are local to the place, that particular right. Area. But I would say connecting first, and, and that's yeah, super if easy you're to a online.
1: designer, the AIGA in that area is probably the first place that you want to look after you connect with and also connect with the people you still have in the area that you're in because you never know what people they may know in different areas and that's something that I also give advice to people they're like oh I'm moving to this area well you don't know who in Orlando may know someone in that area so ask your friends do you know anybody who does so in this area and that's always worked for me um when we were traveling and even now while we're traveling If we We're going to New York You know in a couple of weeks So we're like Oh do you know anybody In New York That we should connect with Of course we already know All these people So we probably won't have time But in the past If yeah, we had the time it would be you like Exactly Exactly so
0: Yeah so If you have made it All the way to the end Of this podcast Good for you, you. Just really love us Um, So go ahead and give us some love on Instagram and Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast. And we are on Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod. We love talking to all of you. Um, And then use the hashtag BossSoHard just to communicate with us all over the internet and let us see what you are up to, what you want to hear, who you want us to interview, all those things. Just let us know because at the end of the day, we do this for you.
1: Yep. And also, if you're listening on apple Podcasts because i keep wanting to say itunes you look us up it's heart and hustle podcast and the and is a plus sign actually so put that in you will we'll pop up um subscribe leave a rating leave a review let us know what you think so that other people can find this show and yeah that will be so awesome
0: all right we love you guys we will see you next week bye